You're listening to Consider This, episode 320, for August 30th, 2021. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. Once again, it's time for conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less. This is Consider This, and I'm your host, Doug Payton, here to regale you with what I think. Well, if you've listened before, I'll be regaling you. If it's your first time, I'll just be galing you. The website is rather lengthy. It's considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. But it might help if you remember that the email address is considerthis at ctpodcasting.com. If you know one, you know the other. That's CT as in camper top. A death wish for children. A reconsider this segment about James Younger. And a quick take on Afghanistan. That's coming up. The Facebook group for this podcast is a good place to find others who listen and discuss the events of the day. Find it at facebook.com slash groups slash consider this podcast. Two-year-old Alta Fixler was born with severe brain injuries. She has been on life-sustaining treatment since her birth at the hospital run by the Manchester University NHS Foundation Trust in the UK. After discussions with medical experts regarding Alta's prognosis, the trust petitioned the High Court to have Alta's life-sustaining treatments withdrawn. Stop me if you've heard something like this. The names Charlie Gard and Alfie Evans come to mind. They were in the same situation in the UK, and the same thing happened to them. Alta's parents, Abraham and Chaya Fixler, are Hasidic Jews with dual citizenship in Israel and the United States. They have pleaded with the courts to allow their daughter to remain on life support, requesting that Alta be transported to hospitals in either Israel or the United States for advanced medical treatment. Both countries have medical centers that are ready to help this little girl if she is transferred and Alta has a visa to come to the United States. But, as with other children, the UK's National Health Service is not content with just saving money by removing life support. They insist that the child stay put and die once it's removed. To me, this is the central problem. Is it a problem with socialized medicine? Or with a government that's too powerful and sprawling that the bureaucrats have lost anything resembling a heart? I don't know. It could be something else entirely. But to tell parents of a small child that their child is costing too much to keep alive and they're forbidden to take the child out of the country to other waiting facilities is nothing short of barbaric. Only from a faceless and heartless government Could a decision like this even be conceivable? Even if a run-of-the-mill insurance company stopped paying for life support, they couldn't stop you from traveling and seeking help elsewhere. But when your insurance company is the government, they have many more tools in their toolbox that they won't hesitate to use. If I knew of someone in the UK with a child that needed life support, 
I'd tell them to start packing right now and get out of the country. Seriously. Find some institution somewhere else willing to take your child and just move there now. Don't wait until the blazing eye of Sauron, I mean the NHS, takes note of your youngster. Now I'm going to reconsider this, a segment where I look at the latest news on a topic I've covered before. Back in October of 2019, I related the story of James Younger. At three years old, his mom started telling him he was a girl and referred to him as Luna after a cartoon girl superhero that James liked. There's a link in the show notes to the original show about James, and you really should revisit that to really understand how things got to this point. When James was seven, his parents divorced. There was shared custody, but Anne, the mom, got a court order requiring that Jeff, the dad, must refer to him as Luna and never say anything at school about him other than James was a girl. Basically, he was mandated by law to lie about his son. Well, fast forward to today, and I have some good news and bad news. The bad news is, a judge has awarded full custody to Anne, giving her exclusive control over James' primary residence, counseling, medications, education, and extracurricular activities. The order allows her to withhold information from Jeff Younger, James's father, quote, regarding the children's extracurricular activity, school functions, school enrollment, counseling, and medical care, close quote. The good news is that while Anne has the exclusive right to consent to James's medical procedures, the order notes that the power does not extend to hormone suppression therapy, puberty blockers, or transgender reassignment surgery. So while she can still push him into gender transition psychologically, she can't legally do it medically. That's what passes for a victory here in 2021. How in the world did we slip this far, this fast, down the slope? And finally, what can I say about the Afghanistan debacle that hasn't been said elsewhere? From pulling our troops out first before Americans or Afghans who helped us, to criminally underestimating the ability of the Taliban to take full advantage of our retreat, to leaving billions in weaponry for the Taliban to abscond with, to getting rebuked by both houses of the UK Parliament, that's never happened before, to creating a local defense force that was dependent on being able to call in American airstrikes, and then could no longer call them in, so they folded like a broken beach chair. This'll be historic, but not in the way that President Joe Your line dog faced pony soldier Biden wanted. He ignored intelligence and did it his way. But hey, no mean tweets. And if Trump voters have to own the January 6th riot, then Biden voters have to own this horrific military fiasco. Now, if you don't like having to do that, perhaps this type of blaming isn't really all that helpful. 
One more thing. If you think that all cultures and worldviews are equally good, if you think that one culture is never better than another culture, just watch Afghanistan in the coming months and see if that doesn't change your mind. Well, that's all from here. Now let's hear from there. See what I did there? Give us your thoughts by coming to the website, considerthis.ctpodcasting.com slash feedback. From there, you can write it in or phone it in or Facebook it in. My next episode will be the 20th anniversary of September 11th edition. So let me know your thoughts about that. Where were you when you first heard about what was going on? What were your thoughts as the morning progressed? I'd really love to hear it in your voice, so please call 267-CALL-CT-0, 267-225-5280, or email me a recording of your recollections. But I will take email submissions as well. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll stick around as we continue to consider this.